So now you got reps logging in and, and clicking on those, those moments, which is the interest rate is too high objection. They click on it and now they've got the top five recordings with the best close, uh, best ways to overcome that objection. Then they get to listen to it. They get to see the transcribed notes on it and they get to train on it in real time. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. What up, what up? I got a solo episode for you guys today. I'm incredibly excited about this one because I do. I believe that what I'm about to go through with you guys is the single biggest game changer in door-to-door since the canvassing app. And so if you guys know about the canvassing app, this was the first time that you could basically log, you know, the doors that you were knocking in your phone, you know, instead of on a piece of paper and transfer that piece of paper to a spreadsheet or whatever the case was. So when the canvassing apps came out, that was a huge, huge deal in door-to-door and it, and it just, it cut down time and money spent on evaluating turf. And so, and, and you guys also know, I think this is probably going to be episode number 249, 250, something like that, or maybe two forties. But anyways, I don't, I don't really pitch products. You know what I mean? I don't have commercials. Um, I pitch my own shit, obviously. Uh, but this is somebody else's stuff. You know, I, I came across this on LinkedIn and uh, they, they cold messaged me, you know, so cold messaging on LinkedIn works, guys, uh, especially in B2B. So I was just blown away. One of my clients literally got it the same week. So let me let me walk through the, the need for the app that I'm about to show you guys. So when it comes to door-to-door sales training, you've got a script you know, you've got probably some objections training that's going to go over the different objections you get and how you can overcome them. You've got uh, product knowledge. You've probably got multiple intros. And then if you're in multiple cities or multiple states, you've got multiple markets, right? And so uh, you've got to change your pitch for each market. If you're doing if you're doing shared solar, forget it. You know, you've got a different pitch for every utility, you know? And so, and and then... You know, your business evolves, the product evolves, so the pitch changes because of that, you know, as well as um, the script changes. So when I think about my 15 years in door-to-door, one of the biggest things that I always had a pulse on is when I needed to change my training. And that's why whenever I develop a sales program for a client, it's going to be a quarterly, quarterly setup. Everything has the ability to change quarterly. And you need to be auditing quarterly. This is why I love EOS so much because they operate in quarters. And so you're able to basically go in and look at the business at a high level using EOS and breaking down your rocks for the quarter and, and evaluate them. And then you can reverse the data all the way down to the pitch. And you can say, okay, we need to you know, push this product more in our pitch so we have a higher retention rate, higher quality. And, you know, we're not going to get higher gross revenue, but we're going to, we're going to have less chargebacks, you know, so we're going to end up keeping more of our money throughout the year. You know, these are, these are little tweaks you can make on a quarterly basis to increase your bottom line. Right. And so 
you know, all that being said, this training needs to be updated at a minimum quarterly. You have multiple markets. If something with the utility changes, if something with your installer changes, I mean, you constantly have an ever-evolving, ever-changing sales program, but more specifically, the training within that sales program, right? So it creates this, you almost, if you're even a, probably a 10-man 10, a 10 team, if you're doing a million plus, you almost have to have a position in your company, unless the owner is constantly working on the business like I was, you almost have to have a position in your company that is nothing but development, you know, a, basically a development director, if you will, just to keep the training up to par. And that doesn't even include the natural evolution of the skills of your company. You know what I mean? Like, as y'all get better, you're going to use better terms, better phrases, better ways to overcome objections. You're going to be more educated. So you're going to update your training because of that. But some of you are still using the same pitch you got on the first door you ever knocked. <laughs> I know you are. You know what I'm saying? And it's photocopied 20 different times. Don't think I don't know. I know. All right? Because I, I saw that crap coming into my office all the time. And I was like, man, you can't take the time to rewrite it in Word if you're going to plagiarize somebody else's pitch. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I digress. Okay. So the reason I'm setting all this up and really going deep and explaining, uh, you know, what it takes to maintain your development tools in a door-to-door sales company is because I've came across this app. And we, and we all know apps like this exist. You know, probably 150 episodes I talked about a B2B app that uses AI to analyze your pitches, you know, so we, we know they're out there. Okay. But we also knew canvassing apps were out there before sales rabbit, you know, but sales rabbit came on the scene and changed the game. So the canvassing app changed the game first, but then sales rabbit came on and was like, Hey, we're going to make this easier, sexier. When, when sales rabbit first came out, it would drain your battery. It was glitchy, all these things, but, but they have kept developing it so well. And so the reason that I'm impressed so much with this app is because I feel like it's new. Maybe I'm wrong. So some of the some of the bigger personalities in door to door I'm seeing have already have access to it. Their teams have access to it. it. It's relatively new on on the scene from what I've seen, and they just got another round of funding too to continue developing it. But uh, what I'm impressed by is only after maybe a couple of years in 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 development what they've produced already, you know, and, and naturally it's because they're from door to door and that helps so much when you're developing an app like this. So the app, and uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube or on my live, you're going to be able to see this. Uh, the app is going to be zero. Okay. And so it's the basics of what you think it is. It's going to record your pitches for playback training. It's, the and the functionality the way it works in the field and this, this is probably my favorite part about it is it's passive so right now if you are recording pitches you're probably using memos or something like that and every time you go to a door you got to remember to record and to stop recording and um there is no you know if you're transcribing you're going to probably use a va to transcribe or you're, you're dropping it into otter and transcribing there whatever the case is but there's all these steps right so with this it has door-to-door mode and so you click door-to-door mode on, you hit record, you put it in your pocket, and you go. You start hitting the doors, okay? Now, if you got, you know, obviously the shirt pocket's going to be the best because it's going to leave the mic open. It's not going to be muffled or anything. But you drop it right there, 
you start hitting the doors and using AI technology, it is going to know when you start pitching and when you finish pitching. So right away, it's going to start cataloging your pitches for you. Okay. So normally you may do two or three of these a day. If your company has, you know, recording policies in place. Now, if you pitch 30 times a day, you're going to have 30 catalog pitches ready to roll and ready to review. So that is the very basics of what it does. Let's go into 2.0. Okay. They, they have what they call moments. So it analyzes the best moments and pitches based on how the sales rep overcomes them and whether or not they close the sale. Okay. So this becomes game film powered by AI, which it, it just gets super sexy and super insane at this point. So it breaks down the highest close rate based on moments, right? So if I use like the owning your energy analogy on uh, a solar sale, it catalogs that moment and then it goes across, you know, a hundred other reps. And when they use that as well, it catalogs that. All right. And, and then it, it, it cross evaluates the close rate based on when you use that analogy or if you use that analogy. And so now we know anytime I use that analogy, I have a 10% higher close rate than if I don't. So this is, you guys know, I'm a freak about data. I'm a freak about analytics and systems and processes. Right. And so again, what I love about this is what I used to spend hours and hours laboring over spreadsheets for you're getting in real time. You're getting it in real time, which is just insane to me. You know, we all knew this was coming. Once ChatGPT came out and everybody got hot on it, we knew that the evolution of AI in general, ChatGPT is just scratching the surface, right? But this is this is incredibly amazing, right? Okay, so let, let, let's keep going into it. Um, you know, these moments take a little further. And obviously, you know, one of the biggest things you want to train on in door-to-door is overcoming objections. You are going to get it an objection. It's just how many, right? And so it's going to break down the highest close rate based on the moments and then the, the uh, ways you use to overcome those objections, right? And so if you have reps struggling with certain objections and, and you hear it all the time, oh, nobody wants to spend, put 60 grand on their roof or nobody wants to spend that much on an AC or nobody wants to spend that much on a kitchen, or the economy's down, whatever the case is. Oh, here's a good one in, in home services right now. The interest rates are too high. Okay, so I guarantee in 70 to 80% of your sales in home services right now, you are getting that objection. 100% getting that objection. So if everybody is using zero across the company, and 80 90% of your people are getting that objection, let's say you got five people, that that's... That's four people a day getting that objection. Let's say they're doing two to three presentations a day. All right. So that's um, 12 presentations a day. So that's that's 12 times they're getting that objection and 12 times they're attempting to overcome it. Now, imagine this. Each time they overcome it, there's a little ding there. And then it goes into a folder or a folder. And I'm, I'm going to butcher a lot of this. I'm going to have uh, the founders of Ciro come on the show here in a couple of weeks and and do this thing justice but i'm just too freaking excited about it right now so i decided to re- release my own episode on it <laughs> but i want to hear their story too so anyways um so now you got reps logging in 
and and clicking on those those moments which is the interest rate is too high objection they click on it and now they've got the top five recordings with the best clothes uh best ways to overcome that objection then they get to listen to it they get to see the transcribed notes on it and they get to train on it in real time so and and here's what i love about it too and i, I don't think i have talked about this with anybody yet but all of a sudden you know one of the, the greatest things about the canvassing app if you were an owner right not if you were a sales rep if you were an owner one of the greatest things about the canvassing app is you could see the pins that they're dropping and then some of the apps you know like sales rabbit has a um, location tracking feature right and so this becomes especially important when you're issuing like an ipad or something like that and one of the one of the greatest things about that was it created accountability, right? And, and and the sales reps try to hack it. They try to sit at their house and drop pins when they weren't even knocking that whole deal. And and, and I get it. There's there's two types of door to doors teams. There's the year round ones that uh, have high turnover and um, have sales reps that that you know are only going to work two or three days a week. And then you've got the summer ones or the traveling ones that they're gun ho. They're the best reps you can find. And they're just, they're going at it and they don't need accountability. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I know that it's not always like that. But anyways, my, my point being, I always had the year-round guys. I always had the guys with families. I always had the guys with, ex, you know, excuses and stuff like that. And and very little accountability out in the field until we got sales rabbit and we were able to use that geolocation tracking because we were issuing iPads. And so it created this layer of accountability, right? And so that that's one layer. But the new layer, right, because it, you know that they're physically out there, but being physically out there to the deal is a very big gap, right? Now with this technology, with Ciro, you can you can start tracking controllable actions like time at the door, the amount of pitches they made, the number of no's they got before they gave up on the door. You know, all this data is available to you and your management team as an owner or as a trainer, as a manager. And so when somebody comes to you and says, I knocked a hundred doors today, now it's not just about, you know, cause that, that's, I would die on that sword. If you knock a hundred doors, you're going to make good money with this company. I would die on that sword, you know, and it was 80 doors for us. But anyways, I would die on that sword and I would push that so hard, but, but now it takes it a step further and can analyze if you knock 80 doors and you spend and you get seven no's you are going to have this close rate as long as you use these ways to overcome your objections and you're going to end up with X result. Now, the controllable actions, there's a bridge between the controllable action and the result. And there's data in between there to prove it every single time. All you have to do is answer like this, knock this many doors and you're going to make 100 grand a year, 200 grand a year, 300 grand a year. You guys don't understand how amazing this is. So one of the questions is, sounds awesome. Are there any legal restrictions on recording? That's a great question. I'm going to ask the founders whenever they, uh, they, they, they tell us that. But I think the only legal restriction is you can't repurpose it for public use. You can't repurpose it for legal use. It has to be for internal use only. So I can record all my conversations all day long as long as they don't see the light of day if that makes sense. And as long as they aren't used against me, because then that 
becomes I was recorded without my knowledge kind of thing. And so that, that's my assumption, but that is a great question for me to ask whenever I have zero on the podcast. So thank you for that. So it takes the guesswork out of what works, right? We can push our guys getting out, putting the time in the field. We can push controllable actions. You know, the amount of doors that they knock. We don't know if they physically knock the door. We know if they drop a pin now because of canvassing apps. But now we know how long they're spending at the door, how many times they're getting told no, how many, uh, uh, what objections they're using. And so it's like, as a trainer, you know, when they would come back in the office the next day and give you all the reasons that they didn't make a sale, now when they come back in the office the next day, your trainers can come in a half hour early, listen to their recordings, and have a training ready to go for them when they walk in based on what they actually said versus how many doors they knocked and how much time they spent in the field, which is the only thing they really knew, you know? So bridging that gap, that visibility into what they're actually saying at the door, but using AI to compress the amount of time I have to listen to it and compress, you know, and, and transcribe it so I can go and search to see if they're using these terms or these ways to overcome objections it's just, it's, it's next level. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I say that this is the most revolutionary advancement since the canvassing app. It 100% is. And I would argue that this is more important than the canvassing app now. I would, I would argue that so much because so many times, you know, in, in terms of knowing where guys worked and stuff like that, obviously you can do that through this app to a degree. It's not a canvassing app, you know, and I know they have a canvassing feature, um, but my, I'm just trying to make a point here. If I had a choice between a canvassing app and Ciro, I would take Ciro all day because my guys are going to be assassins at the door because they're going to be using exactly what works in real time. Not what worked a year ago or last quarter, whatever the case was. They're going to be using what works today in real time. So here's where it gets even a little more sexy <laughs> if it's possible, right? And so in industries like shared solar with varying programs and varying utilities, uh, deregulated energy, uh, you know, even just different markets from, from um, you know, eight mile radius to eight mile radius, you know, the prospects change, the attitudes change, the culture changes in every neighborhood, right? And so what this is doing is you can isolate somebody's, data per market per um, square, uh, square, square miles area, you know, designated market areas, what we always used in the past. So you, you, you can give them just access to that, those recordings and those trainings and that data. And so they are only working with the stuff for their state, for their utility, for whatever campaign they're working at the time. You've got your general training. It's always going to be good, but you got your market specific training too. So that's going to be massive in utilizing this, right? And, and and I think specifically for shared solar companies or companies that are selling shared solar, that's going to be huge, okay? So one of the last feature that I want to tell you guys about, one of my favorite ones is going to be the Zero GPT. It works just like ChatGPT, very similar, but this is preloaded, I believe, with content from door-to-door -door experts, 
um, and door-to-door university. You know, if, if that's not happening yet, it's going to happen. And so your reps are able to go into Zero GPT, which is within the app. It's just another tab in the app. And ask it questions about, you know, what is the best strategy for knocking, you know, 40 homes all day? You know, how many loops should I take? When should I go to callbacks and all that kind of stuff? Or um, some of the general training and how do I overcome the decision maker disagreement, you know, or the spousal objection? Whatever the case is, all that, all that training is there at their fingertips versus in a catalog library where I've got to go through and find it, right? And so it'll actually spit back to you phrases, sales pitches, all that good stuff for anything that that university has in there. And so the first thing I'm thinking is like, well, yeah, that's cool, right? But how do I get zero GPT to give me access to my data, my recordings, my training, so I can ask it a question, like what is the best way to overcome, you know, the interest rate objection for our company versus you know, the world, right? For specifically for a company, what's working in our, in our company right now. And then they can spit that back to me. Now that's going to be really cool. Cause then I don't have to go and look for it and know how to navigate the app. I can just go to my serial GPT, which is really my sales trainer. Right. And so that, that gets us into the last part of the conversation that I want to cover, which is, you know, one of the biggest pivot points we ever had in our company was when we realized we weren't training our sales trainers. So we started putting things together like the train the trainer. And on all that is, is a, it started out as a checklist. And then it ended up as an SOP. This is before I knew what an SOP was. It ended up as an SOP for that trainer to train their training, right? And it's a leap forward if you don't have one because now you're not only affecting the way people sell, affecting the way that they overcome objections, that they represent your product, that they represent your company in your normal training, but you're also impacting the way that people train, which impacts the way that your company sells, you know? And so what happens is every trainer's different, just like every pitch is different at the door, right? Everybody's got their own style and their own cadence, whatever the case is. And so what, what zero is going to do for us long-term and, and I'm, I'm putting this out there so that they get it done is they're creating a trainer inside of an app. And, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing replacing shadowing at the door, right? But you, you can take the hours that you need to shadow someone in order to learn how to sell a product from like 20 hours to two. You only need to see a few pitches live. Beyond that, the new trainer that you have in your app is is the best salesman in your company because they're only using the best pitches, the the best rebuttals, the best closes because they're using uh, the AI is using data to back it up. So, in my mind, in my mind, this is going to minimize the workload on the trainers and the sales managers in training the new people coming into the company. It's going to minimize that workload. The first way that we did it was documented training processes. Now, the second way we're going to do it is through AI, where it's going to be more important that they spend time with that AR trainer than they spend time with their real trainer. 
and I, and I know it goes against just our human code, right? But it's real because that AI trainer is right 100% of the time because they're working. And, and granted, if they have a big enough data sample, obviously, if they're starting from scratch, it's not going to be the case. Uh, you know, they need a big enough data sample to pull from before you start using an AI trainer. But that's what we're getting to. And so let me tell you what this, I mean, I, you recognize what it does for salespeople. It gets them trained better and faster, right? You recognize what it does for sales trainers. It, it minimizes the amount of work that they have to do. It bridges the knowledge gap. And it, and it bridges the knowledge gap outside of field time. One of the things that trainers always complain about is having to slow down for the trainee and the trainee quitting the next day. And now they could have got five sales a day before instead of three, but they felt like they had to go slower because they're, they're training in between doors and all that good stuff, right? So if it normally takes three days to train someone in the field for a trainer, and now it takes one because they have to go through modules and courses within the Ciro app that teach them, you know, all the training that they would normally learn out in the field in those other two days, then, then we're bringing their workload down. And at, as an owner in the company, especially in, in door-to-door sales, everything that you're doing is around the, the quality, or I'm sorry, the income per rep, as well as the scalability of your company. Right. So if you want to go from 1 million to 5 million, you've got to have incredibly scalable company. You've got to have training systems, processes, management in place to be able to do that. And one of those big things is recruiting. Right. And so now your leaders in your company can spend less time training and more time recruiting new people into the company and you can scale faster. Right. That's, that's one piece of it. But what you're also going to be able to do is, is right now, like a, a trainer typically, maybe an assistant manager, maybe manager, regional manager, all that good stuff, they're all getting paid overrides. And they're getting paid overrides at the trainer and the assistant manager level because of the time that they spend with that rep in the beginning. Because they they lost money training them, they spent a bunch of time with them, and they they worked a lot harder than they normally would have just selling. you know, And so the, they get those overrides because they develop that person and they continue to develop them, manage them, and lead them, right? If you're able to outsource that training to AI to a degree, you know, we know it's not there yet where you can outsource the whole thing. Now, all of a sudden, you can lower your overrides that you're paying them on that. And this is real talk. Some people aren't going to like this, you know what I'm saying? But you got to think like an owner. You can lower the amount of money they're going to get on overrides because they're not spending all this time on training, right? And you can increase the amount of money they get when they recruit people into the company. You can increase the amount of money they can get when they open up new markets. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can uh, move that money to scale versus to training, right? Now, you're already going to do that to a degree because zero cost money. It is an expensive app. Straight up, it is what it is. I mean, look at what it can do. You know what I'm saying? This is not, you're thinking sales rabbit pricing? Sorry, it's not the case. It's probably about double, if not triple. Okay, per uh, per user. And so, but, you know, when I first saw the price, I was kind of taking it back a little bit. And I was like, this is like a sales rabbit add-on, you know? Why would it be more than sales rabbit? And then as I went through the rest of the demo and understood what it can actually do, and now that I'm breaking it down for this podcast, I, I know it's 100% worth it. 
because now again you can move that money from training pay overrides and and the time and energy your trainer spends on that to selling back to selling and they're going to make more money selling individually right but you can move it back to selling you can move it more to recruiting you can move it more to management which is going to enable your company to scale faster aside from the way you're going to be able to scale faster because your training is so much better it does it it turns all your your trainers into almost expert level trainers immediately once your data sample is big enough that zero has taken right so i wanted to get this out to you guys as soon as possible uh probably i, I believe next week i have a recording set up with the some of the founders of zero and uh we're going to walk through the origination of this product and then some of the questions that you guys had today about legal restrictions on recording that's a great question so i'm definitely gonna bring that to them uh i, I appreciate you guys as always if y'all need anything of course reach out this is the building great sales teams podcast and let's get building Thank you for joining us on this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We sure do appreciate it. As always, be sure to like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Building Great Sales Teams, so you can get daily tips on how to get your sales team built brick by brick. We'll see you there.